Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to Following On, another terrific day of Test Match Cricket uh, in Chennai. I'm Mark Nicholas, and over the next 20 minutes or so, I'll be with Darren Goff and the former England wicketkeeper Matt Pryor to review all the action. We're going to discuss Rohit Sharma's innings, of course, that, I don't know, could prove to be the difference in the Test Match, as well as England's late fight back with the ball, and uh, we'll get reaction from the England camp. So plenty to discuss. Yes, you're listening to Following On. Right, well, Darren Goff and Matt Pryor here, and I'm going to pick up on where um, Matt left off about 10 minutes ago uh, with the quality of the England bowling. When you, when you lose the toss in India, and there's a lot of talk about the pitch here and, and, and the fact that it looks very dry, it's got mosaic cracks, and everybody's thinking, you know, win the toss, win the match. When you lose the toss in India, you've got to have the right mindset in the dressing room. And I would say that England had that. And I would say that in the morning session, England bowled pretty well. I said in my first session of commentary about 40 minutes after lunch, I thought England so far bowled pretty well. Not very well, but pretty well. Um, so, Matt, firstly, do you agree with that or, or am, I, am I being too kind? No, I think it's spot on. I think losing a toss, as you say, is, is difficult. You've got to get the right mindset. And England definitely came out of the right, right mindset. And I don't think they lost that all, all day. I mean, there's no, you know, you can't fault commitment. You can't fault the efforts. You could see the plans they were attempting. I think it's the execution that probably let them down slightly. But they bowled well this morning, Goffy. Surely, I'm going to, it's the last time I'll say it. And, and maybe it just in the um, second half of the day, it drifted off. No, you're not so sure. But you've got to remember, we're 106 for three uh, at lunch. And England um, would have gone in there thinking, you know something, we, we managed to take three wickets. But let's be honest about it. They probably went in with 30 uh, too many runs at lunch. 106 is too many on the first day of a test match in any conditions. Uh, but they didn't bowl badly. I, I, I agree with that. I thought the middle spell, they, they held some kind of, uh, between lunch and tea, they held some kind of control without looking like taking wickets. And then I thought they come back pretty well there at the end. I thought Jack Leach throughout the day, I think he was the pick of our bowlers uh, on the spin department. Um, 
unless you want to put Joe Root in there, because I thought Joe Root bowled the quicker of the three spinners. He looked dangerous. He was getting the ball to bounce and turn out of the rough. So he was an ample, and that's why he was bowling at the end of play uh, there. So he was fantastic. But I don't think it was England's best day in the field. Moeen Ali, can't blame him, really. Uh, not played, what, a test match, a, a first-class match for so long. Um, his spelling Sri Lanka was... Uh, in quarantine, one day there because of COVID. He's gone to India, had to do another six days in quarantine there with the rest of the team. He's had a couple of nets. And then suddenly, he's out there bowling off spin against some of the best players in the world. Not easy. Um, not easy against Rohit Sharma. I'm not saying that it's like Verinder Sovag, but you bowled at him and you both played against him. Um, what I would say is that when it was flat early on, Rohit is the best player going around to cash in, isn't he? Him and maybe David Warner against the new ball. Yeah, certainly it's here on those on those types of wickets. Any width, any width, he just threw his hands at it. Not much foot movement, a lot of flair, a lot of class, a lot of timing. But you could tell the new ball almost when it came on, he could just lean on it and time it. A couple of shots early, um, hitting through. They weren't bad balls necessarily, but just just the class of the player. Um, was able to get the boundary. Yeah, he straight drove, he, he uh, off drove, cover drove. He hit two pull shots uh, when Stokes tried to bounce him, which was a legitimate tactic to try something different. And he, and he hit a sort of back foot drive cutty thing that wasn't such, such a good shot. But in general, in the morning session, he played particularly well. And then interestingly for Roy Chama, he soaked it up a bit in the afternoon session. It was the quietest period of the match. The afternoon session yielded 83 runs, but for the loss of no wickets. And, and Rohit played within himself, didn't he? Uh, he did. And I think, but I thought England got some control back uh, in between lunch and tea without taking wickets. Um, and the, the problem was, is, but when you've got a player like Rohit Sharma, who likes to um, sweep the ball, he likes to hit the ball... I thought they decided to come round to him a little bit and tighten that up, stop him sweeping, which they did. But Rahane at the other end, who's not been in great form coming into this test match, was just doing the role that Pajara normally does for, for India. So he was trying to make sure he doesn't get out. They were trying to rotate the strike and there wasn't as many boundaries hit in that spell. But still, it was a massive session for them. They didn't lose a wicket and they went into T at 189 for three in an absolutely fantastic position on day one of a test match on a pitch which is, we, we've all seen it today, is turning more like a day three pitch. Um, as we saw in the first test last week. So there's a massive difference in the pictures, what we've seen so far. Uh, but it, uh, England dragged themselves back into it as the day went on. Sharma, for me, after, after lunch, that, that, that for me showed the class of the player. Mm. I think he's come off, you know, last test, low scores. Everyone, you know, a, bit, a few questions flying around. Is he going to get a score? In the morning, he took a bit more risk. He threw his hands at the ball a bit. He got a few away, found the middle. And we know what it's like when you're a bit out of form. you just got to play that one shot that gets you back into Nick. He got to lunch. He had a score on the board already. But then in that second, he didn't just carry on. He didn't throw caution to the wind and think, OK, I'm going to keep attacking, keep attacking. Actually, what he thought was, I'm in here. I've got an opportunity. And you could see he wanted to go big. And, and that's what he did. He got to the 150. And even, even when he got out on 161, you could see he was disappointed in himself. One of the things, one of his He was traits, tiring, though. Don't you think he was tiring uh, it, it, during that spell? Yeah, I, I think he was consolidating, to be honest. I don't think he felt under that much pressure. And I think that's where, you know, if you have one criticism of England, they just couldn't build pressure on him. There was always a, a sort of release shot for him. And he sat in. But, you know, for, he's got seven test match centuries now. Four of them are double hundreds. That, that's massive. That, that's, that's huge. That shows you 
how big he goes. Well, he gets those in one-day cricket as well, oh, doesn't absolutely. he? Jared, I wonder if you know what... what, what oh, hang on. Wait a minute. Before, before I go to Jared, we've got Jack Leach. So we're, let's talk to Jack. Uh, can you hear me, Jack? Yes, Mark, got you. A good man, good man. Nice to hear you. Uh, a long and interesting day out there, Jack. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, hard work, definitely. Um, cramping up towards the end, but um, yeah, no, I think um, it was good to get those wickets towards the end and um, yeah, uh, all to play for tomorrow. Our feeling is that generally... Um, India have ended up with the better of the day, uh, that that England bowled okay without bowling quite perhaps as well as they might. Would that be a reasonable summing up? Uh, yeah, I think the wicket, there's definitely challenging balls in there, but I think um, the the two, uh, Rohit and um, Rahane, definitely showed that once you get in and the ball gets a little bit older, it does get a little bit easier. Um, so, um, yeah, obviously we've got to... Um, Hold on to that and, and uh, make sure that we uh, bat well when we get the chance. Was it one of those days where you felt you, you could bowl um, a wicket-taking ball pretty much every ball? There was certainly help there, but some spun and some didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, um, I found um, there was definitely, yeah, good balls in there. And, and uh, But for me, I was trying to be as patient as possible and put the ball in a good area and and let the pitch do what it wanted to do. So, um, yeah, I'll reflect on that and, and um, come back tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you certainly got it, got your patience going and, and, and your consistency going. I mean, it's just a, now, of course, it's a question. We can't pretend that it's going to get easier, this pitch. So it's a question of how quickly it gets more difficult because if India, say, yeah. got past 350, that would be tricky, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, well, we've just got to play what's in front of us. I think um, we... Um, there was some good stuff today, like Stoney rolled well with the new ball. Great to see him playing. And um, Moeen's ball to Coley is a, a serious ball. So, um, mm. yeah, we, we've got to focus on those positives and um, take that into tomorrow morning. And, um, yeah, we can only play what's in front of us. Uh, I've got to ask you, because you, you bowled a lot of overs, and I know it takes a lot out of you. How are the fingers, the old spinning fingers? Are they tired out at the end of the day? Yeah, a little bit sore, but, um, yeah... I'll sleep well tonight, put it that way. <laughs> okay, thanks, Jack. Great to talk to you. Thanks for your Cheers, time. Mark. Cheers, Mark. Cheers. <laughs> He's just such an honourable soul, isn't he, Jack Leach? <laughs> I, th- I think he did bowl well, uh, Jack, actually. I think he's, he, he bowled a lot better than he did the first test. And that's very similar to his tour in Sri Lanka. He got better as it went on. I think he's going to play a big part in the series. We need him to be bowling well. And I said today um, he didn't go for many runs. 26 overs he got through, two for 78. If you would have took, took Moeen Ali and he would have bowled, gone for 78, I think we'd have been in a slightly better position. But he, unfortunately for yeah, Moeen, he bowled too many bad balls. That's the problem, the Similar criticism yeah. with Don Best, wasn't it, the last test? And, and it is an issue when these guys need to bowl overs and they're being rotated, they're being rested. It's very, very difficult for them. Yeah, I'd go with that. And I think that, you know, Goff, you've touched on it. That there are reasons why Moeen Ali in particular... You know, probably lacked that rhythm, match practice for the long form, getting into your spell, making sure you get overs under your belt before you go for runs. I mean, Moen went at four, you know, over four and over for the day. But I think what you've got to look at is Joe Root, the captain, he's, he's better than a part-time off-spinner. Of course he is. But he's gone at 1.8 and over. That, that yeah, but, on he this ha- but he hasn't bowled at Rohit or Ajinka. He's bowled late in the piece. 
Granted, granted, but still, and I don't, I don't think this is a wicket that for a spin bowler you should be going. No, I agree over. with you. No, but I mean, he's bowled at Rishabh Pant. No, no, right. <laughs> well, um, I just want to go through the four changes in the England side with you both, and let's deal with that one first. Uh, swapping um, best for Moen Ali, um, we saw the virtue in that. We saw a, either a tired. Or, or a slightly, um, what's the word, reticent Don Bess in the second innings where he bowled a lot of full tosses. And I think they thought they'd get more out of Moen Ali, but not necessarily cheaper, which is interesting because actually Don Bess got quite a, quite a good wicket to balls bowled ratio in these last three test matches and indeed over the last year that he's played test cricket. So A, was it a move you would have made, Matt? And B, how do you think it worked out? Uh, firstly, yes, it, it's a move I would have made. I think Mo and Ali in form brings a lot to this England. I personally believe he's England's best spinner when he's when he's playing and he's in form, of course. Um, so I, I think, and, and thinking further ahead for the rest of the series, you need to get. He needs game time. He needs game time. I mean, listen, we're arguing. You know, is game time in a Test match? That's where he's having to find his rhythm. It's probably not ideal, but it is. It is what it is. Um, I, I think we've all discussed best looked. Fragile to be, to be honest. Last last test match, he looked a bit yippy, dare I say it, and bowling those sort of full bungers. And I think sometimes for a young player, instead of forcing him to play again, let's think of Bess's mentality at this point. Actually, you could do quite a lot of damage if you force a young guy to go and play again against brilliant players of spin. She can you can damage his confidence a huge amount. So actually, have they made the right choice and gone? You know what? Have a have a spell. Go back, go back to, or not back to the drawing board, but go back to the, the training ground. Go speak, you know, speaking to Jeetam Patel, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and let's give Mo in a chance. So, uh, listen, I, I would have, I would have played Mo uh, personally. Okay, and it would have been different, perhaps, if Moen had been bowling at a big total. You know, that it's never mm. quite the same as bowling in the first innings. Let's go to Ollie Stone and Stuart Broad, who came in for James Anderson and Joffre Archer Goffey. Uh, well, it doesn't surprise me, the Stone coming in for Archer. I think there's always a concern about Joffre um, keeping his pace up over back-to-back -back test matches, and I think he'll be used like that over his test career. I really do, whether it be uh, Woody that comes in and replaces him in the home tests, or whether it be Ollie Stone, and I think he bowled quite well today, Ollie Stone. I think he bowled with terrific pace. He's obviously got a huge heart. He has a good Yorker. I've seen him bowl reverse swing as well, and when he bowls you a bouncer, it's a very heavy ball. It just keeps coming at you. So I get that. I get that replacement. The broad situation, it's a strange one. He's only bowled 11 overs. Um, it must be very difficult for him because I thought he bowled well in Sri Lanka, that first test. It was kind of knocked to one side, as he has been through most of his career, because Jimmy Anderson came in in the second test. He got six for 40. And then he started the first test here and bowled so beautifully um, at Chennai last week. So Broad hardly used. I wouldn't expect him to be used much on this pitch either. It's not really his type of pitch. Second innings, I think he might come into it uh, for a few overs with a new ball if it's starting to dust with his leg cutters and bowling around the wicket and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see. But I get the Ollie Stone one. Absolutely 100%. OK, Ben folks, Matt? Yeah, we always knew Josh Butler going back after uh, after the first test. Um, I mean, there's the argument of where does Johnny Bairstow fit in, but... Um, folks, I think, is well renowned as as the best wicket, pure wicket keeper, um, and he certainly showed that today. I mean, he was class. He was absolute class on a turning, bouncing, spitting uh, wicket. He he it made it look annoyingly simple, um, to be quite frank. And uh, yeah, he's had a good day. 
Boys, one more general um, question. We've, we've celebrated uh, Rohit Sharma. Ajinka Rahani played beautifully for 67. Um, fans in the ground again, you know, to have spectators, even though only allowed to be a third full, sort of almost almost warming of the heart. Oh, it? absolutely, a warming of the heart. And actually, just to commentate on a game when you've got noise from the crowd, it was a great opportunity for them. They've gone and watched their team, their beloved Indian team playing cricket. It's an atmosphere. And it's great for the players as well. You know, it must have been very difficult at times for players being in a bubble life and then going into cricket grounds with no spectators uh, in there. But today, it, it, they were there, it worked. Let's hope it carries on for the rest of the series because it creates an atmosphere. It's real noise, isn't it? Real sport and having real noise, it makes such a big difference. Exactly. I, I think you just can't uh, underestimate what an effect it would have on the players. Goffey, I agree with you. Just having some fans in there. Ultimately, these guys are entertainers. They are they're bred to, to play in front of crowds and entertain crowds, and that's why you do it. That's what gets you going, gets you pumped up, gets you motivated to put a performance in in front of a crowd. So to have them there is absolutely fantastic. I agree with you. Just to have it, the noise through the stump mic, it, it does warm the heart, absolutely. Gentlemen, thank you. Nice to uh, chat. 25 past five in Chennai, five to midday here in uh, London, Rohit Sharma, Cordali Bold Leach, 161, Shubman Gill, LBW, Stone, no score, Cheleshwath Pajara, Court Stokes Bold Leach, 21, Virat Kohli, Bold by Moen Ali, no score, Ajinka Rahani, Bold by Moen Ali, 67, Rishabh Pant is still there with 33 and threatening overnight, uh, R. Ashwin uh, caught Pope Bowl Route 13 and Akshar Patel, the other not out batsman for five. India finishing the day, 300 for six. Let's look back. Beauty! Oh my goodness, LBW, yes! Left alone by Shubman Gill. And sure enough, England have their first wicket and it comes from Ollie Stone. What a moment. Ollie Stone, wow. Broad now, oh what a stroke, oh. overpicked by Broad. Wow, a craftsman at work, Rohit Sharma, beautiful. Stokes on his way, right arm over the wicket. Rohit Sharma's hitting this through mid-wicket. I'll amend that, he's hitting it over mid-wicket. Now to Rohit, that's a poor ball. That is a full toss, really, oh, full bucket that. Sort of knee high and he just swatted it with the sweep shot and he's gone to 50 with it. Leach again. It's gone! Stokes takes the catch and slip! Chitashwa Pajara's gone for 21. This is one more question. How many years after the first test match was the first test match declared the first test match? Fifth ball of his innings. Oh, it's bowled him! Moen Ali's got one to absolutely rip! Virat Kohli is standing there completely dumbfounded saying, how was that? Are you sure that has bowled me? Nothing wrong with that, Virat Kohli. Yes, you can get bowled out by Moeen Ali. On your bike, son. As Moeen Ali goes into him, he comes down the pitch, launches it back past Moeen Ali, and launches it almost back past the stand. What, mate? Doing a bit this bit, eh? Here is Moeen once again. Little sweep shot, top edge, and down towards deep backward square leg. They're turning for the second. That's Rohit Sharma's century. Seventh. Test match century for Rohit Sharma to go with 11.50s. Now he plays the sweep stroke. Smashes it in the gap, dead square of the wicket. This is a masterclass. Four more. Luckily, Goffey being the ultimate team man he is. Asking everyone, sausage or bacon? <laughs> sausage for me, Goffey, please. 
Bacon for me with brown sauce, please. Here is uh, Morinelli once again, and there, that's pushed nicely down the ground for his 50 by Ajinkia Rahani. Roots around the wicket, Rohit turns it off of his hip, past the short leg fielder and sets off for a single. He gets to 150. And each bowls, and again the sweep shot, and yes! Caught in the deep by Moanali, and for the first time the sweep doesn't work for Rohit Sharma. And after a long vigil, after 231 balls, after some glorious stroke play, a very fine innings comes to an end. Again, and he now sweeps it on him! Moanali! has got the wicket of Ajinka Rahani. It's worked for England. Pat's going to come down the wicket to Jack Leach, and he's hoists him into the uh, standard mid-wicket. Get the sanitizer out. There's a phrase you never thought you'd use in cricket commentary. You wouldn't, would Get you? the sanitizer it's out. It's mad. What a world we live in. Here is uh, Root once again. Oh, and that's caught a short leg by Ollie Pope. It's all happening. Off uh, the inside edge, it is. He's given, he's walking. Ashwin's on his way. Here is Ollie Stone once again. Ball, short ball, he's pulled it. Oh, it's the last over of the day. 300 up for India. On DAB Plus. Online, on your smart speaker, and via the TalkSport app. That's what the crowd wants to see. Exclusive ball-by-ball -ball commentary of the second test match live from Chennai. Only on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.